right, now, cool. Hold the questions to the end, guys, welcome. Another episode of the podcast, we didn't do any last week, unfortunately, because um, I was in Utah, I got there late Sunday night, and I didn't have a chance to shoot while I was there. Um, we were doing the event all day, and by the time I would get home, uh, Pacific Standard Time, which I normally do it at seven, it was, um, it just, I couldn't do it, right? So, as always, we're sponsored by Team BC, the real estate team. If you guys need anything, go to teambcsold.com. If you want to go to a physical website, if you want to email us, uh, teambcsold at gmail.com. Also, Modern Success, the personal coaching mentorship program that I recommend for everybody who lives on earth. Uh, we have about 190 members now. If you're interested, go to joinmodernsuccess.com or you can go to my website at briancasella.com and go to the coaching tab and sign up there. And lastly, eXp Realty. I sponsored in three agents this last week. I'm looking to sponsor in more. It's a great company. If you need more information, message me. Otherwise, go to join.exprealty.com. Okay, let's, uh, let's begin. I am coming off an event that I did with Pablo this weekend and uh, Kyle, um, Elite Mentorship, and it really was, and it really was transformational, right? Um, a lot of people that have messaged me uh, since then, which is the last 24 hours, have expressed issues that they're dealing with and problems that they're dealing with mentally that we handled at that event. And I had been urging people to go to the event and they didn't, that's their loss. Um, and these are events that come very rarely, right? Most events are very standard. You know, it'll be typically about a sales subject or something like that. And this one was a little bit different, right? This one was where we pull out a lot more rabbits out of the hat and we kind of go all out and we go deep, okay? That really create inward change that then is expressed outward by people, okay? We live in a world now where people are afraid to stand up for what they believe in, say what they wanna say, have the balls to stand up to somebody or call people out. Even the slightest hint of confrontation, people run away, they're too scared, right? Which is fucking pathetic. And these events help deal with stuff like that. You can't put a price on stuff like that because you don't know where that could lead you. That's an obstacle that a lot of people have there that they've never, overcome in their life and it's still stuck there and until they move it we don't know the positive effect it would have so i've been doing you know a lot more research lately and dealing more with the mind we can say and i i've i've put out my goals a lot to people and even in the past and i remember being told that's ridiculous um it seems far-fetched it's not realistic um, and a bunch of other things right and i'm sure many of you as I say that, you probably can remember an aunt, your parents, your cousins, your friends, quote, and I say that in quotes, telling you the same thing. Eh, be more realistic. Eh, don't shoot so high. Eh, it's not going to work out, right? It's better to get a nine to five. It's better to get that steady check. What people fail to realize is a goal that maybe no one else in your family has accomplished or that you maybe are not in a position right now to deem it realistic or something that seems way down the road, that expression of it being unrealistic is true and untrue. True in the sense, true in the sense that, yeah, it might not be within your grasp right now, right? But people fail to realize, and this is something that I did early on when I embarked on this journey, we can call it, is, Mentally, I was always there, there, 
there, there. A year from now, five years from now, 10 years from now, whatever it is. And then I would come back here. And it was if I experienced having it, right? And I kept doing that on a daily basis over and over and over and over. Basically, mental images, we can call it, imagination. But I'll simplify it even more and say mental images, okay? We've heard this before, and it's not new news that what mental images are carried in the mind, the body doesn't know if it's real or in the imagination. Therefore, the senses and everything else here in this world, not in your mind, will be activated as if it has already happened or it's happening. This is where you hear all the talk about law of attraction. This is where you hear all the talk about, oh, imagination, visualization exercises and all that stuff. This is what we're talking about. But this, what I'm telling you, is what makes that thing that you're going after possible. If it was not for the mental images created, what you want, that goal, would never be achieved. And people forget that, okay? Most people get caught up in that in the wrong sense. They get caught up with the wrong information, one, or two, they never take any action. They just imagine, 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 and then no action. Imagine, no action. I'm sure all of you have friends like that. I know a ton of people like that. And even their imagination and mental images are garbage. They're not really doing it. Right? They're half-assing it and claiming, oh, I'm working. Well, you know, you can take a lot of action, but hey, if I, if I get my spiritual side down, if I use a lot of mental images, I'm good. I don't have to work. I don't have to work at all. Right? And a lot of people fall into that category. But what I'm telling you, and I want you to understand is, unless you think about it, and you're constantly creating those mental images of what you want, it's never going to happen. You're never going to get there. What, where people get caught up in that's incorrect is the senses. Oh, I just need to feel, right? Which is a lot of the bullshit you learn with the watered-down version of the law of attraction. Oh, I just, I just need to feel strong. This is where motivation comes in. This is where uh, all those motivational videos and, and the talks that pump you up and all that kind of band-aid, I call that a band-aid because there's an issue there or something that has to be solved and it's just like you're putting a band-aid on it, right? You're not actually fixing it. You're not cleaning out the wound and you're not stitching it up and you're not closing it up. You're just, ah, I'll put a band-aid on it. So temporarily it's okay, you're like, okay, I'm good. And then as soon as you start walking and exercising again, you start bleeding and you're like, oh shit, something's wrong. And you take off the band-aid and now you have to go to work again. That's motivation. But that only appeals to the senses this is where, this is the, the key people miss. That's a sensory thing. Oh, I feel good. Uh, uh, yeah. Like we're jumping up and down. Yeah, I feel good. I'm going to go out of here and kick ass. 99% of the seminars you go to is like that. You know? And a lot of them are just that. I'm not saying all of them are just that, but a lot of them are just that. Which is sad. And for a temporary boost, if somebody wants that, cool. But that's, again, a band-aid. It's not going to get you to where you want to go. The mental images supersede senses and people will forget that that's kind of like i can call it the nugget or the aha of this mental images supersede it but why is that number one unless it has been visualized in the mind it can never come to fruition case in point the phone that i'm looking at right here in this camera was once in somebody's head then they started writing it down and then they created it then they figured it out okay of course emotions had to get involved but that was secondary to the mental images. And that's, I think, a missing key that's never really taught to people. 
where people put 90% of their time is in just emotion, 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 not the mental images. What people do is they have mental images on autopilot. You're reacting to shit, you're watching the news. What does the news do? It puts a mental image in your mind of something negative and you repeat that. And then what do you do? You regurgitate. Oh, did you see the news? There's a fucking bombing in this place. They attacked this, they did this. So now you're giving someone else a mental image, right? And it's negative, 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 i.e. society, right? Somebody talks shit about you or me. What does it do? It creates a mental image in your mind. Then you pass that image to other people. Notice how that supersedes emotion, okay? In every sense. I just gave you something very important that I hope all of you use because this is something I've been running on and operating on for a long time. And I've kind of talked to people, but I figured I'd give it on the podcast just so people can have a tool. And I still think people won't realize what I just said. The mental image, and this is another way of looking at it to further deepen the understanding. The mental image that you create then stimulates emotion. So that tells you by virtue of that that it supersedes it. Okay? The mental image comes first, then the emotion. So I'm going to focus then and say, I know the imagery is super important by what I just told you. So instead of watching the news and becoming reactive and having images implanted into my mind, I'm going to create my own mental images by closing my eyes, by listening to what I want to listen to, by thinking about what I want to think about, by doing what I want to do. Se escucha. People have forgotten that. You might read a book, and many of you have. Maybe you've read an NLP book, which I've been recommending for years. NLP is a great subject to learn and master. But exercises will be given to you in this book, in this material, and you'll either read over it, you'll say, I'll do it later, or you half-ass do it, or you'll do it once, and then you'll never do it again. It's repetition, repetition, repetition. We see this universal law everywhere. It's the repetition of the communication line that you say over and over in the delivery that then makes you good. It's the repetitions in the gym like this that then build muscle. It's a repetition of every day eating healthy and repeating that cycle that then makes you healthy. Okay? So why would that not also be in place for your mental images? If you look at the scale of mental images in your day, number one, most of you are unconsciously carrying images and not realizing it. Two, if you are consciously doing visualization or whatever, it's a very small portion of your day. So by virtue of that, if the majority of your day you're not consciously putting in the images that you want that move you towards that goal, but it's taking you away and only a little bit moves you forward, well, you're going backwards more than you are going forwards. Yes, this is my cat. So how many ways is this message going to have to be delivered for people to really get this, right? Let's talk sex for a second, right? What stimulates your emotion and makes you, as a man especially, horny or wanting to hook up with a girl? You see the girl, you get the mental image of having sex with her, and then your emotions start going. You don't just get emotions. The mental image comes first. And by the way, for those of you who now might be listening to this and saying, well, how am I going to apply this to sales? I just gave you a very important tool. If I know with the words that I say, if I can with the words that I say paint a picture for people, guess what? Now I can, in essence, control their emotions or give them emotions that I want to trigger. And what are we told about sales? Oh, you know, people make decisions emotionally and justify them logically. Boom. 
done. So not only is this a tool to influence yourself, it's a tool to influence others. And I know I'm very good at implanting images into people's minds, which is why people keep following me, getting on my programs and doing all that stuff. So these mental images that we walk around with all the time, whether you're, you yourself are producing them or someone else is producing them for you, that is what now creates your life, your future, and your present. The mental images you carry and have carried the last 20, 30, 40, 15 years, however you old you are listening to this or watching this live, is what has created the circumstances, the life, how you look, how you feel, your body, and everything else around you, your wealth, your relationships. If you want more money, better relationships. If you're a man, you want hotter women. If you're a woman, you want a better guy. Get it together. Start improving the quality of the mental images that you carry most of the time. Nobody's perfect. Even I get negative images from time to time. But you can best believe that the majority of the time, I'm implementing and putting in good mental images, powerful mental images, okay? What do you think I would do before I'd go door to door and make calls? I put in a mental image of a warrior or somebody who is fearless. Then that would activate the emotion of fearlessness, of courage. Then now moving forward, approaching somebody, knocking on a door, making a call, by virtue of that is much easier. And if you do this all the time, you're good. You're gonna start creating massive change. You ever try Molly? No, I don't do drugs, man. However, I can produce a lot of those states with my own imagination breathing and all that stuff. So I'd look into it if you guys haven't already. Anyways, continuing on. What images are you carrying? I want you all who's listening to this right now, whether you're in your car, watching live, watching the recording, listening to this a year later after I post it, I want you to ask yourself, what am I carrying all the time? What mental images did I carry today? Start with that question. If you can't even remember, then you're on autopilot, and that's a big red flag. That's a huge, huge, huge red flag. You need to make some changes, okay? I've, I remember today I had some moments where I had a few negative images, uh, mainly stimulated by others, but I would say probably 85, 90% of the day today, I was implementing in my mind very good images for sure. So when I look at that, it would make sense why most of the time I'm enthusiastic, I'm making more money, I'm making progress, and I'm moving forward all the time. Because of that, if I'm 85, 90% on my shit, that means I'm only 10, 15% off my shit. Now, Evan, I don't know how long you've been on. You just asked keeping yourself motivated. I covered that in the beginning of this and how that's a trap. I already gave you the answer to your question. And if you just joined, then you'll have to re-listen. So, with that said, the good news is you can control 100% the mental images you keep in your mind. And if you're in a negative environment, okay, if you have people around you that you don't like, if you feel as if you don't have control over the mental images, you need to take some very powerful steps to make some changes. Number one, get rid of people around you who produce negative mental images. Remove things from your environment, right? For those of you who have a car and a house, if your house and your car are a fucking mess, 
that creates bad mental images. And it's not somebody who is powerful, confident, wealthy. They don't, those images don't exist. It would be like as if we sell a luxury home as a real estate agent and we show a fucking mess everywhere. That's incongruent. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. So you can apply this principle right now everywhere. If you're driving in your car and it's a mess, whoa, that's probably going to produce stressful images. Or the moment someone else is going to come into your car, what does it produce? You're like, oh, what are they going to think? Oh my God, I'm going to be embarrassed. Bad mental images, which will then seep into your emotions. So no matter which way we look at this thing, what I told you prevails and it makes sense and action has to be taken with this immediately. Okay, that's why I've cut out so many people from my life because they would be the cause of bad mental images that I would purposely put myself in that situation. And I didn't want to do that. But we lie to ourselves and we tell, oh, you know, well, you know, it's my family or this and that. It's excuses. It's excuses, man. So I would recommend all of you adopt a powerful morning, evening visualization exercise where now you start picking certain images, right? What's tied into this slightly is a vision board, is a vision board, right? That's this. This is a re-stimulation all the time of those images to make sure you have them with you all the time. I did this a lot when I was new and I still do it now. But again, that's one step below what I'm telling you because that's external. It's a physical realm picture that I'm looking at. What's more powerful is for you to close your eyes and generate the image yourself. That's much more powerful than you looking at something and becoming inspired because then you're falling into the trap of what I told you. You're looking for emotional stimulation. I said mental image, not a physical image. Big difference there, and a lot of you won't catch that. Mental image. This is a mental image. This would be a physical image. Now, I know probably half the people listening to this are lost and they're like, what the fuck is this guy talking about? <laughs> Anyways, keep it simple. Morning and at night, take five, 10 minutes and say, hey, I'm going to now do a ritual where I think and imagine for a while. Many of you have not used your imagination in such a long time. It's dormant, but guess what? You can reawaken it because you had it when you were a kid and it's been slowly stripped away from you. And that's the good news is you can reawaken it. And I recommend you do so ASAP. Why do you think that I'm a great storyteller and I can emote the way that I do because my imagination is good. It's great. It's phenomenal. I create mental images of myself speaking. You think I don't get nervous before I speak, like some people. Sometimes I do. Sometimes I do. But guess what? In those moments before I go on stage and leading up, if I close my eyes, if I create mental images, they're not of me being nervous. They're of me kicking ass on stage, which is what I always fucking do and I always deliver and I always keep raising that bar. So my mental images are of that. Even in the moment where my emotion is not where I want it to be, this answers a lot of your questions. Your mental image is senior to it. Remember I told you, mental image runs emotion. 
it stimulates emotion. It's senior to emotion. So if I'm emotionally feeling like shit, I can close my eyes, change the image, boom. Now I can change my emotions to whatever the fuck it is that I want to change to, period. That answers all that I'm in a rut, blah, 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 blah. Any question that was thrown at me, this answers. That supersedes anything about motivation, emotional, uh, stress, whatever it is. You can overcome it with what I just told you. You see, what many of us will listen to this and say, well, I already know that shit, right? Visualization. Cool. If that is how you're going to label it, that's fine. Don't take away from it. Use it. Use it. I use it all the time. The only difference is this isn't cool. This isn't me posting shit on Instagram and doing videos. Yeah, look at me. I'm so cool. I have a Lambo. I have a Supra, blah, blah, blah. This is the internal I'm with me work that's done that no one else sees. You're not going to get attention for. And the only time you're going to get attention is when you get to the top and people are like, how the fuck did you get there? This is the shit that makes you unbreakable. This is the shit that if you take what I just told you, among other things, and you now make it to celebrity status, this is what's going to keep your mental sanity and keep you strong while everyone else is on drugs, alcohol, fucking committing suicide, and they're a wreck internally. This is the shit that keeps you internally aligned and strong. But again, this isn't cool to teach, which is why I don't have fucking 10 billion students. Right? Now, Will brought up uh, the Olympics. Great example. They've actually done studies. Well, they'll have somebody, two groups, three or four people here, three or four people here. These three or four people will shoot free throws on the basketball court. Boom, 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 500 a day. The other group will never touch a basketball and they'll visualize shooting 500 a day. And in the end, when they test them after a week or two, the group who never shot the basketball but only visualized it ended up shooting as good, if not better, than the ones who physically did it. That tells you the power of the mind and what you can do with it. You don't believe me? Look up the studies. Now, me looking at that, being the student that I am and studying and reading and researching all the shit that I do, I knew the answer before they actually were giving the results. I didn't have to read the whole article. I said, for sure the people who actually uh, visualized it did better. Minimum as good. Minimum as good. Minimum as good. So whether you're looking for me saying it, whether you're looking for scientific research backing it because you're the type that loves to analyze and research things to make sure they're credible, which to a certain degree you should, of course, what I said prevails. Mental images make you, break you. Mental images are present now of what you had in the past. Meaning, the house that I live in, right? How many of you remember me on YouTube, social media, saying, God damn it, I need more fucking space in my driveway, in my garage, for all these fucking cars. And look at the house that I find to live in. I can fit three in the garage and probably 10 or 11 on the lot. And it was under the budget quote that I was looking for. You think that was by chance? No. How about the cars that I have? How about the way my team is? How about living the life that I live? How about doing what I'm doing? How about achieving these milestones that I publicly announced year after year after year that I keep doing and doing and achieving and achieving and achieving and achieving? Mental images. For sure, strong. All the shit I would preach about that I was doing on video and saying, man, I just did this, this, did this, did this. 
you imagine it all is what you're saying. Yes. Now, that wasn't the only thing I did because this is where people fuck up. They go to a law of attraction seminar and they think they can sit here on the couch and say, a million dollars is going to drop out of the sky. I'm worth a million dollars. I'm worth a million dollars. And then nothing happens, of course. Because it's not just mental images, but this is key, especially when it comes to your emotional state management, goal setting, and many other things. Now, this is one piece of the puzzle. It's not the piece, right? If we're going to talk what I just said from the mental world, spiritual world, whatever you want to call it, let's call it mental and physical, just to keep it simple. We live in this reality, right, where we all interact. But there has to be a level of action in this realm, just as much as there is in the mental realm. And people get lost. A lot of people who go to the mind get lost in the spirituality and all this stuff, and they read and research, and, but they never accomplish shit. You have to do both on a high level. I study a lot, and I take a lot of fucking action. And I don't care who you are, where you're from, how long you've been watching me, it's apparent because I keep growing, I keep taking steps forward, I keep evolving, right? I always preach about communication in this. My communication is improving. Our relationships are improving, right? I'm transformed. Like we just did this event this weekend, Elite Mentorship. We did an exercise where literally everybody was in tears. And you saw the testimonials from the event. If you haven't seen my story yet, I'm going to start posting more. It was incredible, but I keep evolving and the people around me keep evolving. If you're not a modern success, watch out. We're creating some fucking monsters. Go to joinmodernsuccess.com and get your ass on. We're about to break 200 people. 200 people. It's a fucking nation at this point of people who are committed to their lives mentally, physically, spiritually, and emotionally, financially, every realm. And those are the people that get this type of talk times 10, because this is nothing. This is a free podcast. So when it comes to this talk now about mental images, after this podcast is over and you go back to your own reality without having my voice in your ear, where this falls on your priority list is going to determine what you do with it. If you just stash this away in your pocket is, oh, that was good stuff. Oh, that was really motivational. Then you're, nothing's going to happen for you. You're going to have no positive change from it. If you're like, holy fuck, he's right. I need to be more attuned to this and be more practical and actually apply this stuff and be more conscious of it. Now you're going to start seeing changes. But then the third step is now you have to say, I'm going to start doing it now, tonight and tomorrow, five, 10 minutes. I'm going to start doing this. I'm really going to consciously take efforts, write down what I want my mental images to be, and I'm going to start doing it. And that's how you start making progress. But that third step I just gave you is what very few people do. That's why someone will say, man, aren't you afraid to give out all this knowledge? Why would I be? Number one, that's scarcity. Number two, even if I give it for free to the world, only a small percentage of people will actually apply it at a high level. And it's sad. It's sad, but it's true. I have people who have been following me a couple months who double their income. And I have people who have been following me for four or five fucking years who go around saying he's a piece of shit. I didn't get anything from him. Don't buy his shit, blah, blah, blah. I have both ends of the spectrum. Right? That's never going to change. That's never going to change. Okay? So with that said, ladies and gentlemen, I will stop it here. And I'll open up the floor on Zoom and via Instagram for questions. Okay? If you have questions here on Zoom or on Instagram, please drop them. Cool. So, uh, so if you have a best friend that you love, 
but it seems that every time you're with them, something is always wrong. And instead of being positive and productive, you bitch for a few hours. Would you consider that a negative person? I think you already know the answer. Yes. But just accept to change that, but not hurt them. The best way that I got away from people that were negative, uh, I, would, I would go about it differently now. Now I'd probably just have a sit down with them and say, basically you're negative. Um, maybe you're not doing this on purpose, but you project a lot of this. And when I'm around you, you shift me emotionally in a way that I don't like. So we need to work on this. And I need to know if you're open to working on this, I can help you with it. We can both grow or, or if you don't want to, and you want to keep doing your thing, that's your right. But I'm going to distance myself from you because now it's hurting me. Okay. Here's a technique. You're on modern success, right? I'll give you the technique. Remember when you dot, 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 I feel dot, dot, dot. Remember that? There you go. But that's the proper way to let them know, but also not step on their toes if that's your worry. However, for the love that you have for people, you can't let that supersede everything. That's like saying, man, I love this poison so much because it looks green, but I'm going to keep drinking it even though it's poison. We can't do that. Um, repeat the third step, writing down the mental images. No, no, no. The third step is implementation, Irvin implementation implementation there's listening to me then there's okay i need to do something so you, you you're like okay i need to do something then three is i implement and everyone either gets stuck in the first one oh that's good stuff i'm so motivated or number two they're like wow he's right and then back on the couch watching netflix instead of saying god damn it, this motherfucker's right i need to get my fucking shit together I'm going to fucking start doing these mental images. And in the beginning, when I heard this stuff, I was like, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. I'm just going to close my eyes and do it. And I did it. I figured it out. I probably had a worse start than many of you. I didn't have somebody like this to watch, really, when I was coming up. I just looked at real estate coaches like, shit, they're telling me to door knock and call. Fuck it. I'll do it. Which is that same concept applied to this. They said it. I'm doing it. But what everybody does is they say, hmm, okay, he told me to do mental images and, and use my imagination, but... Um, I mean, uh, I really don't want to do that much work. I kind of want to make it easier. So I'm just going to maybe close one eye instead of both. And I'm going to, you know, I know he said the physical images don't work as good, but I'm just going to use those because it's easier. That's what people do. They pollute what they're given into a easier thing that they think is going to work. And that never fucking works. Then those same people will come back to me or that teacher and say, oh, it didn't work. It was you, motherfucker. It wasn't me. I took that shit and used it and got success with it just because you can't doesn't mean I'm a fucking fraud or it doesn't work because there's a gazillion other people who are having success with it. How to push through as you're slowly hitting a low point uh, perspective, Chris, we all have low points. Life has ups and downs. Without up, there is no down without down. There is no up without happiness. There's no sadness. Without courage, there's no fear. It's a part of the life experience. No one just does this. But what we do is when it's good, we're happy. Yeah, I want this forever. What do we say? I want this moment forever. Then when shit goes bad, you want to run away from it. Can't do that. To the degree that you attach to one side, you will by virtue of that be attached to the other side. So if when positivity comes in and I'm like, I never want it to go away. This is mine. To that same degree it affects you, the negativity is going to affect you. Right? 
Congrats. Thank you. Yeah, I got certified in hypnotherapy a long time ago. I just finally got the certification. So it's like official, right? I have the little thing on the wall. So now I'm going to get more, uh, you know, complaints and, and rumors spreading that I'm a brainwasher and all that shit I've been hearing for fucking three years already. Apparently I brainwash women now after this event that we did. Um, you know, I'm, I'm a brainwasher of women and this and that, and I beat them up, apparently, right? Yeah, most common lyric in pop songs, I want this forever, yep. And I've told people a long time ago, you need to be very careful about the music that you listen to. And all these little fucking 18 year olds, I want this moment forever. And they wonder why they're all fucking miserable. Well, not all of them, but most of them. If results are a little slow, any technique to staying positive? Why is there this attachment to fast results? How many stories have we heard of results taking forever? Colonel Sanders, right? KFC, he got rejected over a thousand times touring the country before he was, he had one restaurant buy his fucking recipe. And back then, going from town to town took forever, forever. He wasn't fucking on the Amtrak or on a plane going to a business meeting or fucking flying down the interstate going 150 like I do in a close course, of course. He was going fucking 20, 30 miles an hour in those old Fords. I'm in it for the long haul. I'm okay putting in a month of work in boxing to have a slight improvement. I like that because I'm getting better. I'm not thinking, oh, my improvement's so slow. I'm not Mayweather yet. Shit, I suck. I'm worthless. Sell that beach house yet? Yeah, we sold it a long time ago, bro. Two weeks ago. That shit sold in less than 30 days. The rule with mental images is this. Does this image get me closer to what I want to look like, where I want to be, whatever it is that your intention was? If that image gets you there, that's good. It's not like the image suddenly stops working. If you want to replace it with what now seems like a more powerful image, cool. That's fine. But again, I think everybody's too attached to want everything fast, which is why lately I haven't been posting as much about my cars and shit like that because it's fucking people up. Because they think, oh my God, he has this and that. I'm never going to have it. Right? Every other fucking entrepreneur, oh, I'm here in my garage. Look at my fucking Lamborghini. Da, 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 da. I don't give a shit. I haven't fucking driven a Lamborghini like in a week and a half. I look at it every day to inspire myself and say, damn, I got that motherfucker. Yeah. I even put it today because I was like, fuck. And as a test. And of course, my video is the same content, powerful. And because I put my fucking cars now, it gets more views. Oh man, you really need to vlog and do this. Why? Why can't people just listen to my information? But that's the world. Just like everybody's attached to quick results, right? It's, it's, this, it's this weird shit, but I'm not mad at people either because we're literally programmed into being that way because then you're a better worker. You're better in society if you shut the fuck up and you wallow in your own misery and you're, you're in your own little planet because then you're less stressed for the government because then they can just give you more drugs and shit and keep you, keep you there. Versus me, a loud mouth motherfucker, they're like, we don't like this guy. What do you think anybody with the big voice back in the day would get fucking assassinated or shit like that? And I get, I mean, I was on the phone with someone from my modern success group. I get fucking, I've gotten death threats, of course. I don't give a fuck. I'm not afraid of anybody. But I'm not surprised to, to get that either because I've told people I probably would at some time, at some point. But that's fine. I don't give a shit. I tell them, 
my office is public, you know where the fuck I am all the time, bring it, no problem. Now I'm not gonna suddenly get into a little fucking cocoon and get 30 bodyguards, like oh my God, I can't do anything and people are a threat, I don't give a fuck, right? Did you do coaching after getting licensed? Yes, a lot of you will have to go back and watch a lot of my older videos on YouTube to get a better perspective, right? It was literally a video blog of me going through the ropes teaching you what I was learning and doing all that stuff so you can get a better perspective on what I did and what led me to today. I need to figure out how to, how to declutter the BS. It's very simple. You remove the BS. If I have clutter in my house, how do I declutter? I remove what causes the clutter. So I know if it's a certain thought process, a certain image, I remove it. My memory is spotty at times. That's a subject I would cover more and I probably will cover more in um, Modern Success, but there's a book that a lot of people claim is controversial, but I recommend you read Evan that's gonna give you more help with that. It's called Dianetics by L. Ron Hubbard and it's gonna give you a good uh, insight to the mind and why you have a lot of blocks when it comes to memory and how to open it. I recommend you read that book. If I could read, recommend one book to read, it's not just one book, brother. You gotta, you gotta tackle them all. You gotta tackle them all. One book doesn't do, I mean, I've learned so much from different books, I wouldn't just pick one book. I would be doing you a disservice by just giving you one book. My ent entire office is negative, makes sense now, okay? Let me explain why that's so toxic briefly, okay? We all talk about creating our new reality and making a goal, right, and moving forward in life. God damn, we're gonna go in 40 minutes. Okay, this will be the last thing, and I'll answer a few more questions. And we're like, okay, I don't want to be a product of my environment, which is what you said, everybody's negative. But if I keep going in that environment and I respond in that environment the same every day, I'm creating my reality from a reactive standpoint. Because I walk in and I say, fuck that bitch, I don't like her, oh, she's gonna talk about her kids, I don't wanna fucking hear it. I'm in reactive mode. So I'm literally, mentally, physically, emotionally, wrapped up and constantly recreating that reality over and over and over. The way you supersede or you grow or you step out of being a part of that environment is no matter what the environment brings, you hold your ground. I know I'm in a shitty place right now, it's broke, it's poor, but I'm gonna find a little corner here with my light and I'm still gonna read. I'm not gonna buy into the bullshit, I'm not gonna watch the news, but you have to hold your space. When we think about anybody great like Gandhi, he went through a ton of shit before finally reality caught up to what he wanted. That's how you have to think of it, okay? That's a really condensed version of it. Now, for those of you who missed the event, I did a whole piece on that that was probably about 30 minutes long. I'm sure to both of you, sleep is important. Do you remember working late nights in your first year or two? Yeah, I used to work like 12, 14 hour days, dude. So that was normal. Even now, I still work fucking late nights, dude. What's one thing you learned this weekend? Um, how quickly I can get into people's heads and help them. That's one thing I learned. I'm a lot better than I thought I was, that's for sure. And it's cool the, um, it's cool what Kyle did, right? Because the sequence he took you guys through with the, the hypnosis, the hypnotherapy session is kind of like how I was taught. And I did that uh, to like five or six people before they certified me, so it's really cool to see it from someone else who's like a peer of mine, you know? <laughs> you are a brainwasher, you wash away all the shit in people's brains, good. Thank you, man.
Should I quit smoking? Absolutely. Here's the thing. Create a mental image of you being an agent, Fendi, and how that higher self of you, successful, who made 100000 whatever your goal is, would that agent, would that version of you be smoking? That's the answer. And if it's no, no. If it's yes, then who cares? But I guarantee you it's going to be no because you're asking me, should you quit smoking? And anything that you should do is normally a yes. You just need to change the should to another word. Going to be clean soon. I don't like soon, cat. I don't like that word. Uh, Jose, great question, bro. Um, it's pretty much the same on the weekends. Pretty much the same on the weekends, dude. If it varies, it's by minutes. That's it. As far as waking up and, and the routine and what I do. Multiple books at a time. Uh, if I do read multiple books at a time, it's normally no more than like two. But I usually get through books pretty quick. CRM, uh, KV Core is great, Irvin. We got it free with EXP. It's great. We love it. Why do you... Why do your rock the Sphinx? Do you mean why did I buy the Sphinx? I love the Sphinx cat. Um, I'm not a cat person, but I was like, you know what? The Sphinx is cool. You know, it's hairless. He looks kind of exotic. Fuck it. I'll buy him. And not many people have him, right? Biggest tip for speaking firmly with conviction if you're new to an industry. Uh, practice, right? Practice. And for example, let's say I get into real estate. What would automatically make me more confident? If I know my market. Studying the market, previewing homes, Little actions you take every day to learn. It takes time, but two, you will know the pertinent information. So when I stand in front of a homeowner who says, well, Zillow said my house is worth 400,000, I can internally laugh in their face because I know my shit. Great. For, you think it's worth 400,000, awesome. Are you up to date on the last six homes that have sold in your neighborhood? Guarantee you they're gonna say no. Well, I know about this one. Okay, cool, how about all six? Because I do. Now you don't have to say it like that, but internally, that's your frame now. And when the shit comes in from somebody else, it doesn't shake you. How was Utah? Amazing, except it was cold as fuck. All of you who live in cold weather, shit. I had like eight fucking layers on. All I had open was like this, and I was still cold. I felt like my eyeballs were going to freeze. I'm not used to that shit. You guys are brave. You know? Like, you were brave. Very brave. On the effects of marijuana, if you want to smoke, smoke. I used to smoke, and on occasion I'll smoke, but I don't like what it does to me, so I, I stay away from it. I don't really drink either. Um, I feel like smoking weed and drinking like tones me down too much, and it makes me like quiet and more like introverted, quote, if I can label it anyway, and I don't like that. Can agents wholesale? Yes, there's a ton of agents who wholesale. Kind of door knock luxury homes, the same shit you would carry with you if you door knock a regular home. Business cards, man. I have stocks. I have stocks in my real estate company. That's the only stocks that I have right now. I'm not, I'm pretty new to that world. Cool. Um, I'll end it here, guys. I know I've been answering a lot of questions. I uh, will continue to, if you guys have any burning questions, you can DM me. For those of you who went to the Elite Mentorship event, I salute you. Um, you know what it did to you. It was cool to see the version of them when they walked in versus when they left the last day. Um, as always, this is sponsored by Team BC, my real estate team. Go to teambcsold.com or email us at teambcsold at gmail.com. If you need anything worldwide, we know agents everywhere. We can hook you up with the best. 
Modern Success, my personal coaching and mentorship program. I can't rant and rave enough about it, right? I've seen people um, go through some of the toughest parts of their lives and make it out. I see some people already quickly having huge success and everybody in between. But one thing I can tell you for sure that's beyond just the group and what you learn is it's a very tight-knit nation in there of people who will support you, be there for you, and help you grow in all areas of life, not just financially, not just real estate, not just emotionally, not just mentally, everything. Okay, and it's very tough to find a lot of people that think on that same wavelength. And if you want to take it to the next level, that's the first step. So you go to joinmodernsuccess.com or you go to my website, ryancastella.com and go to the coaching tab and sign up. Okay. And lastly, eXp Realty. I talk about it every day because I love eXp. So if you guys are interested, message me and I can get you some more info. Otherwise, go to join.exprealty.com and we'll get you guys on the group. Okay. Thank you everybody for being here. Your support is greatly appreciated. Uh, Kat, make sure you message me. Don't forget. I know I owe you some stuff, um, but we'll see you guys uh, Wednesday, 7 p.m. PST. Okay. Peace out.